0: You're currently listening to Sincerely Angie Podcast. I am your host, Angie. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. Over here is a big ol' pot of gumbo, and I'm from NOLA, so you know it's good. You're going to find a little bit of everything, and I'm sure that you'll find something that's beneficial to you. Visit SincerelyAngieM.com for updates and so much more. Stay tuned for this week's episode, and enjoy. Dear future. And I think that's the title I'm going to go with only because what I'm going to talk about today really does have to do with your future. And it's something that I found out recently and y'all know, and if this is your first time listening, go back and listen to my other episodes. I like to share the knowledge, whatever I learn, I like to bring it to everyone to make sure that no one else is making a mistake that I may have made or to help prevent them from making a mistake just as well as I'm preventing myself from making a mistake. So back in December, I was going through my old tax papers and I started to calculate how much I had made over the years. When I calculated my total and saw how much I made in the last few years that I've been working, not few years, but (laughs) my whole work history, I was amazed at the amount that I made. So I said, okay, Once the government shutdown is over, I'm going to go to the Social Security Administration office and get my yearly income statement printed out so that I can see if it's accurate or not. Well, I tried to set up an account online, but I put in my information incorrectly. How is that possible? I'm not sure. So I went to Social Security Administration website and I tried to set up an online account so that I can access my history or my information as far as my social security goes. So when I locked myself out of the account, I had to go to the building, went to the actual building and asked for my report. And the man was talking about a 100 something dollars and 90 something dollars. And I'm like, no, I need just the yearly income record history and he was like okay that is a free form that's something that you get you don't have to fill out anything you just ask them for it they print it out and they give it to you and so then I also asked him to reset my online account so that I can put in my information and he gave me an access code instead of me having to answer questions enough about that when I did actually look at my yearly income report or record I was amazed There were seven years in my history where the numbers were incorrect. And on the form, if you hear papers being moved around, that's me because I have my paperwork in front of me. So on the form, it says, take a look at your earnings. Your earnings determine how much you get in benefits. If you find an error, please let us know right away. So I immediately saw seven years that had no income reported. And I'm like, I've worked every year since I've been working. Since I was 17, I've worked. So why do I have zeros listed as my income for these years? Well, I started talking to my cousin and I share information with her. And so she pulls up her account. And her and I worked at the same job around the same time, so she had zeros as well for that time frame. And so we started brainstorming and just kind of figuring out why, and this was over the weekend that this happened, so I'm bringing this to you fresh as it happened. We start brainstorming on why it could be that this happened, and we come to find out that it may have been because we pulled our pension from when we worked at the sheriff's office now we did not know that the pension and your social security benefits that are deducted from your check month uh every time you get paid we weren't aware that those went hand in hand so because i received pension after i left the sheriff's office that took away from me receiving social security credits for those years in my work history if that makes sense So what that basically means is seven years of my work history are not going to be added to my benefits when I decide to retire in my 60s. If I decide to go that long before retiring, I believe I'll be a millionaire before that, so I won't have to worry about this. But for those of us working people who will need their benefits in the future, I'm sharing this information now so that you can take action and make sure that you are in a great position when you decide to retire. So my conversation today, I know I'm about five minutes in before actually telling you what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your future. I'm talking about retirement. So if you work at any type of company business that requires you to have a pension, if you leave that company try not to cash your pension out because that is going to take away from your future retirement funds. Now, I knew that pension had to deal with retirement, but when I quit, I'm like, I want my money, give me my money. I was not thinking you need to save this. This is going to go towards your retirement. I did not think that way. I was in my 20s at the time, so that wasn't on my mind. So the money, the pension money was actually put into my savings account But since I put it in there, of course, I've dipped into that. Now that I know better, I know what to do moving forward. So now that I have figured out what my payment would be at my full retirement age, because on the form that you get, it'll tell you, it'll tell you how much you're going to get when you retire a month from social security, as well as what your spouse, your child, or whoever is taking care of your, um, let's see your spot. Oh, whoever is taking care of your child will get for your child. So this is something that I want everyone to go and look at. Again, go to Social Security Administration website. And if you didn't know, there's an information box on the podcast. Each episode that you listen to, there's information listed in that box. I usually have websites and everything listed in there. So always make sure to check the information box for the episode that you're currently listening to so that you can see what information I'm sharing down in that box. So I'll try and link the Social Security Administration website in the box below so that you all can go and create your account. Make sure to put the correct information because you'll get locked out and you won't be able to create an online account and you'll have to go to the actual building. Create the account. Look at what your work history has been, how much you've made. That number is either going to shock you or it's going to, I mean, both ways, it's going to shock you because, wow, I've made this much, or it's going to shock you because I haven't made enough in my X amount of years of working. It, it's very eye-opening and it's actually motivation because when I looked at my numbers, I'm like, this is crazy how much I've made in my years of working. And what do I have to show for it? So it's eye-opening to know that you know, you've know you been working for X amount of years and you've made X amount of dollars over the years. Now, granted, let me tell y'all this, the numbers that you're going to get are only going to be yearly. It's not gonna be a total, it's not gonna say, oh, you've made $500,000 in your 10 years of working. It's not gonna say that. I had to actually calculate each year myself to get my number. But when you see that number, like I said, it's going to make you either go harder or, I mean, either way, I think it's going to make you go harder when you see how how much you've made. You've made hundreds of thousands of dollars over your years of working and, you know, it's, going, it's just going to make you go harder. Create your account, go online, look at this information so that you can prep for your future. So now that I know That me taking my pension out when I quit has affected what my retirement benefits are going to be. I know now that I need to go harder as far as working on my future. And by that, I'm going to start looking more into IRAs and making sure that my savings account, in my savings account, I save for rainy days and more. So you know how they say to have six months or more of savings just, you know, in case something happens, you can still maintain your lifestyle for six months or more. That's what I save for. I save for those six months plus, not just six months. I don't, I don't get to that limit of six months and then just stop there. I save because I want to make sure I have that security, that cushion. But had I been thinking solely about my retirement? No, I had not. And I'm honestly glad that I'm doing it now in my 30s and not waiting until I get to my 50s or 60s and then start worrying about retirement. No, I didn't have anybody to tell me this. So I am, of course, I'm going to share this with you all. So you'll know at my age, or even if you're younger and you're listening to this, what you need to do to move forward. When you look at your social security benefits statement, it's going to tell you that your social security benefits are not intended to be your only source of income when you retire. On average, social security will replace about 40% of your annual pre-retirement earnings. So there's 60% more money that you need to look after, like you need to have available. So you need other savings, investments, and pensions or retirement accounts to live comfortably. Basically, don't rely on social security. And we all know in this day and age that that can change at any moment. So let's just say my my payment from what was calculated on my income statement, my payment, let's just say about $1,600 a month. Someone nowadays can probably barely make it on $1,600 a month. So you know, when I retire in 20, 30, 40 years, if I'm still working on someone's job, 1600 a month is not even going to be enough to breathe. So you know that I have to really focus now on not only having money in my savings account for rainy days, but also to make sure to pour into a retirement account. So again, I'm currently looking at IRAs and what's best in that aspect for me so that I can have that comfort level Or that comfort mentality when I'm thinking about my future. I'm not just thinking about 5, 10 years from now. I'm thinking about 40 years from now, 60 years from now. Yes, I'm going to live a long time. (laughs) So I have to really think about that. And I want you all to look into that as well because it's mind-blowing. It is truly mind-blowing So I think that um, that's really all that I wanted to share. I know this episode is a little bit shorter than other episodes have been, but I really just wanted to get this information out because I found it out and I want to share it with you all. I did not want to wait till I had all of my information in a row. So I found out about it and then I still have to call the people to get full clarity from them on why there's no income reported for those years and full clarity on what I can do as far as from the actual social security administration, because the things that I found out were just based off of me and my cousin having a conversation. These things have not been solidified by a professional. So I'm still going to call them and get more information. And I'm still going to be looking into IRAs and different plans that's going to help me for my future. But that didn't mean that I could not come and share this information with you because you can take this point that I'm at and start your own journey. So log on to the account or go to the building, get that information, and then you you'll know how you need to move forward. And of course, I'm always going to come back when I find out more information and I'm going to let you all know there is not going to be a point in time where I learned something and I am not willing to share it because I did not have this information. No one shared it with me. I'm going to I'm not going to do myself a disservice and not share it with anyone else it's not beneficial to me to hold on to this information. So I'm also going to do or try to do a blog post about it to actually have it in a written form. For those of you who would prefer to read about it, I will have it over on my website. You can go there and look for that. But other than that, I think that's it. So just to wrap things up and just to reiterate everything I said, log on to social security, mysocialsecurity.com, I think it is create an account. They're going to ask you a series of questions to verify who you are. Make sure you answer them correctly or to the best of your knowledge, because if you answer the questions wrong, you're going to have to wait 24 hours to try it again. And then if you answer questions wrong again, at that point, they're going to lock you out and basically ban you from being able to create an online account. Then you'll have to go to the building and get it reset. And if you're in New Orleans or if you're in Louisiana, I went to the Social Security Administration on the West Bank, which is on Terry Parkway. I don't know where any other building is, but you can always Google Social Security Administration building in my area and something will pop up. And when you go to the kiosk, because I had to sign in at a kiosk, they did not have an option for the earnings report. So I just picked other. And when I went to the window, I told the man that I wanted to get my yearly income report. And That's when he was telling me I had to fill out a form. And I'm like, no, I want the one that just shows me yearly totals from my work history. Now, if you are as young as I am, you may remember that they used to send these out in the mail yearly. They used to send you a letter telling you how much you've made in the past years that you've been working. Well, this is the same form. They just don't mail it out anymore. You actually have to print it out online or go to the building. Y'all know that I start to ramble. That's what I'm doing because I'm repeating myself. But I want to make sure that you all know that retirement is a thing. And even if you don't consider it retirement, your future is a thing. You have to think about your future. And just solely having a savings account or the money market account like I have, that's not the end all be all. Save with a purpose. Make sure that you are saving for something because I legit was saving because I like the comfort of having a savings account and money in there. And I never have to worry about rainy days because I have that cushion, but I'm saving with a purpose now because retirement is a thing. And like I said, even when I become a millionaire, I still want to make sure that I'll have something to fall back on 50 years down the road and not solely just living for today. Again, I'll come back with more information when I get it, when I learn more about IRAs And um, different type of accounts that you can put your money in, not the CDs. Uh, CDs are a thing, but more so of a retirement fund. Yeah, y'all, this knowledge, man, there's so much that we don't know. And it just, it's crazy how you learn these things. Just, I'm just really just sitting there calculating how much I've made over the years and come to find out. I, I learned that if you take pension out, that you, that affects your social security which I did not know that one had to do with the other. But it is what it is. We are learning and we're growing and we are going to do this thing called life together and we're going to encourage one another. And I've been sharing it with my friends. I've been telling everybody, hey, look, if you got a pension and you quit your job, don't take that pension out. Let it sit. Let it sit if you have to. Do not take it out so that you could be balling or whatever with your thousands and thousands of dollars. No, let it sit, let it ride, and let that wait for your future because either you'll need it or your kids will need it. All right, y'all, that's it. Check my blog out. I'll probably have a post up at the same time as this episode, but if I don't just be on the lookout for it, I will always share it on all of my social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter when it's up and available. P.S. So I know that we talked about retirement and the future but on top of retirement you want to make sure that you are setting yourself up as well as your family for a future that they will be grateful for. So not only your future while you are still living but your future when you are gone. You want to set your spouse up your children up. You want to have that generational wealth. So not only is retirement accounts necessary or pensions or investments, you want to make sure that you are thinking for the future. Because I don't believe that we were meant to just work and die or work and pay bills and die. If we're going to work, we're going to set ourselves up for a future that made working worth it. And I hope that And all of the talking that I do about finances and just adulting in general, that something is truly sticking to someone because I know a few people that I talk to about money and finance issues, and it seemingly goes in one ear and out the other, and then they're back in the same situation, but I hope that you understand how important it is. And that you take heed to whatever is being said on whatever platform. If it's not me, it's someone else. But that you make sure that you are utilizing the resources and the knowledge that you are getting right now. Because I don't want my child to have to wait until they're in their 30s to understand about retirement funds or uh, credit scores or anything. I want my child to know this at the age of seven. Not taking away their childhood, but to have them aware of things early on. And at seven. That's just a number I threw out there, but they're going to start young. And I just want them to understand the value of money, understand what money is, how to use it, how to save it, and how to earn it. Legally, of course, but that's just what I wanted to come back and say that even if you are not the working person and you are an entrepreneur, I still believe that you have to have your future set up. So if there's not (laughs) anything from the social security administration, or even a retirement fund or 401k or a pension plan. If you're an entrepreneur, you should also be setting some money aside that is going to secure your spouse's or your child's or children's future. It's just, it's really important. And I just wish that I had that. I wish that someone... Would have told me these things. I wish that someone would have pointed me in a certain direction. And even when I was younger, if someone did mention it to me, I wish that it would have stuck. I wish that they it, it would have hammered it into me and and made sure that I was aware and that I knew these things. And just just to help me with my future, I, I probably would have made better financial decisions in my 20s as frugal as I have always been I think that that there were some things that I probably could have changed but yeah I'm not going to keep rambling and I say that every episode so yeah y'all, that's it that's about it I think that's all I have to say talk to y'all next week PSS I do not have a degree in finances nor do I have a degree in retirement I am only sharing with you what I have learned and what has worked for me and what is working for me Anytime that I learn something, I'm going to speak on it so that it can spark something in you to look at that thing in your own situation. And that would just start a ripple effect because we are all living and learning at the same damn time at the same damn time. You've just heard an episode of Sincerely Angie and hopefully this week's topic sparks a conversation in your life. Be sure to subscribe so that you'll be alerted when a new episode is available. As always, you can visit sincerelyangm.com for updates and much more content. Please rate where available and thank you for listening.